This episode of Palapalooza is sponsored by Rock and Roll San Diego. They are proud to host Autism's Got Talent. This is the Autism Society of San Diego's first online talent competition and fundraiser to showcase the talents of those living in San Diego County who have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. The contestants are all ages. Public voting will determine the top six acts who will move on to the next round. You can learn more at rockandrollsandiego.com. Get involved at autismsgottalent.us. Dot launchpad6.com One, two, three, four Palapalooza Palapalooza We're talking to you I'm Palapalooza Thank you guys for making the trip down. We're here in uh, El Cajon, San Diego, underneath this palapa, if you guys didn't notice. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful palapa. I used to sell these, actually. You did? Oh, yes, I did. So we, we both did. We both we did. Both did. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, like. Our, our lives cross at so many interesting <laughs> points, actually. Thanks for reminding me of that, yeah, actually. That's yeah. so funny. Uh, I don't even know if we should give the shout out to the company, but LLS Liquidators was... <laughs> That was not for me. I was with okay, uh, okay. I was with Leisure Living. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Leisure right. Living. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we actually have Palapa salesmen on the podcast. We do. We have Palapa salesmen on Palapalooza. That is incredible. Oh, unreal. That's a first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter Lyric. She'll be hanging out in the background. Uh, we're here with Adam Russell, Anthony, and Taylor of Radical Radical. Hello. Welcome. What's up? How's it going? The name. I have to give you props. I'm a big 80s guy. I was born in 1980. Uh, radical, radical. I mean, you search radical on Spotify and you guys come up. <laughs> nice. That's a great thing. That's good news. That is good news because yeah. there was probably, I remember when I first got everything up on Spotify, whatever their algorithms, however that plays out, there was 40 other, 50 other ones. And it was, I couldn't find the name. And I had to register through other services and things when I do the search it was hard to find me. So it was like, it was nice that we actually finally yeah. made it to now, me. Now it's there. Yeah. Somewhere near the top. Yeah. Is there any fun backstory with that name? Obviously I was a child of the eighties, right? So that name has a little bit of weight to it. Big fan of the movie rad. There, oh, yeah. The movie rad, all that stuff was right. That sure. was, that was regular life, right? Those movies are all cutting edge. I mean, I remember seeing ghostbusters in the theaters and back then in those days, like the movie ended and the whole place would just erupt in applause. <laughs> right. It was like that was just different, right? But yeah, it was like that was like kind of a kind of the word of the '80s. So a lot of this project was a birth from going backwards and sort of being a little more reflective on life. You know, some depression, things like that. But right, that sort of resonated with me. And then the fact that radical is, it can be both a noun and it can be, you know, a description of that as well. So it's like you put the two together. It's like emphasis, but you know, a little bit of play on words, a little bit of play on, you know, a time in life. And so it just kind of all made sense. Even the logos, it's kind of this sort of circle with a box thing around it. It's just two R's facing, facing yes. one another. So it's kind of like me facing myself. Yeah. So, yeah. I love there's, it. There's layers. There's layers. You guys played a New Year's Day together, correct? Yeah. We did. We did. How long ago was that band? I think when we started... Adam and I were in New Year's Day before before Anthony joined in 2005, 2006. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then Anthony in 2007. Okay. And yeah, Anthony and I 
toured until 2013, 2014 for him. And wow. Yeah. I like just missed playing with Adam though. That was my first introduction to new year's day was basically filling this guy's shoes. It's like, Hey, we need a a bass player. I didn't even play bass at the time. I'm like, I'll try out. It's like, Oh yeah, you're replacing Adam. So good luck with the bass parts. (laughs) (laughs) Now, depending Uh, on how you read into that, right? It's like, I've never really played and you got to fill Adam's shoes. And then he does meticulously. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about my bass playing, actually. <laughs> no, no. So you guys have some history and some chemistry that you've built. Yeah, for, for sure. At least, uh, I'm no mathematician, but eight, eight to ten years at least, right? Yeah. Taylor, too, we didn't mention, he was in a band called Love Robot, mm-hmm. which was... Love Robot. You actually back, should go... Back in New York. Back in the Back Northeast. in New York. Yeah, he's an East Coaster. Yeah, I, I, I didn't grow up around here. Okay. And, uh, um, but... Uh, I came out and got to meet Adam at, at that point and started playing together uh, with with some church stuff and uh, awesome. Uh, it was super fun. We had a lot of like similar background, musical background and stuff, and so uh, we connected pretty early on, just yeah. uh, with playing together and and having a lot of fun and reworking some songs and just kind of imagining. And so when this project came up. I actually think that, uh, I don't think you asked me, I think I asked you. I said, I said yeah, I'll play for you. <laughs> and, then he, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know how that goes, right? Like even like at this stage in life, right, guys, like you find someone who actually knows some of the bands you can name, like, you know, you say Lagwagon and all of a sudden it resonates, but probably with 95% of anyone else, you're like, hey, Lagwagon. Propaganda, they're like, huh? Yeah. Like, what are those words? What are those <laughs> words? Yeah, but as soon as you say it, they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. It's, it's like instant connection, Is right? App? It's like, yeah. you can talk about app? the show. Yeah. Black Wagon does. That sounds like a ride chair app. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, just knowing similar bands can be half the battle. Right? Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Influences mm-hmm. and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You mentioned Love Robot. I got to shout out Odd Robot. You know them, right? Up in Orange County? Odd Robot? No? Maybe I not. I don't. Okay. Do I need? I, maybe you I need, need to. You need to. Know okay. Yeah, for sure. I know you're friends with OC Sellout, right? Of course, Chris. Yeah, yep. he's. I mean, it's it's a more recent friendship, right? Since the show, like the that was our first show at the Tiki Bar. But he's an incredible guy. I mean, he's loud. Whoa! Stop right there! Stop! He inspired me to wear Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we love Chris. That's he's, awesome. he's all the good of loud, though, right? People can absolutely. People can be. They can take that and it can be. Oh, that's that's a little obnoxious company. Whatever whatever it is about him, he just he handles it perfectly it's like it's endearing and yeah, and he's he just a good charisma. guy charisma he makes me want to live my life to the fullest like yeah right. just yeah. being around him yeah it's just good vibes good if vibes. you've met chris genuine and endearing yeah, yeah. Th- those are good uh, ways to describe him but uh chris is the real deal yeah, yeah. <laughs> and loud, i'm chris from <laughs> that, was, that was really good <laughs> oh man You mentioned your show. That was your first show back, I think, right? Post-COVID at Tiki Bar, Orange County. Yeah. Uh, we played there. Great little venue. Uh, Green Day's played there. Green Day pops in there every once in a while. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. Oh, nice. The secret, that, yeah. secret shows. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Interrupters have played there. Legendary spot. How was that post-COVID? We were talking off mic. A little weird playing with so many people, or was it normal? Back to normal? Just because it was the first 
thing that, you know, we did with a big group of people after being locked down for a year. Yeah, it definitely felt a little weird to finally be around 300 people indoors, no masks. 300? Good show. I, it was a, it was yeah. a good crowd. Like I think it did sell out for, yeah. for as many as they would allow, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, a brutal year. How did you guys get by? What, what, did you, what kept you busy? Uh, cookbooks and recipes <laughs> and uh, TikToks. Little knickknacks, you know, just like picking up random hobbies on making candles like all kinds of all kinds of random stuff i got like, a nintendo switch I yeah. play it nice. <laughs> that helped pass the time yeah i learned how to shoot videos you and, did and spent yeah. about 40 hours a week making videos basically taylor's nice. very techie yeah. we we both we both serve at a church doing a lot of like the music and tech ministries and things and actually russell and anthony both do tons of massive music projects I, I you guys would know the name i know company, they so. work with mattel we were talking yeah, and that's like, incredible so for all like the creatives and stuff who are actually kind of employed like we had to quickly figure out how do we make sure that we can still communicate in all these creative ways and it was almost like it at least for us it, it kept things kept moving well, obviously more isolated but there's still so much to do and so much to sort of learn Totally. So at least on, on that end, right? Yeah. Kind of in the creative sense, it's like no, you, things kind of kept going. You have to pivot and figure out a way to still, you know, reach everybody. And yeah, for yeah. sure. Keep your sanity a bit, right? Oh, yeah. If yeah. anything, people were consuming content more than they ever had because people were at home. We so had time. Yeah. True. Did you find yourself writing a lot, Adam? Did you get a lot of uh, inspiration from that incredible year? And I mean that sarcastically. Uh, but, yeah. uh, Actually, it, I, maybe that year was used to help finish some of the recordings and things because most of the most of the songs for Radical Radical were written probably two years ago, I'd say. So it kind of started out as it was honestly just poetry. Is cool. it, it wasn't really meant to be music, but it turns out that I guess the way I write poetry and <laughs> reflection, it always sort of ends up as music, and so the. I mean, the shoe fit, the pop punk shoe, whatever that was, that sort of indie rock, emo-y sound, kind of where I came from, right? Like the Roots Homegrown and stuff like that. It it packaged so easily and it was so much fun to do. It was it was effortless. So most of COVID, that was sort of spent like mixing the record and, you know, mastering the record and trying to get it to sound the best I could and just sort of, you know, releasing the singles. But it's, it's record's been done for a, for a while. It's just sort of doing the strategies to sort of go, hey, hey world, Hype uh, it up a little bit. Yeah. Like we were like, talking hey, about. We exist, yeah. you know, like. There is a strategy to release an EP, right? Sure. You, you kind of want to tease it and hype it up and get some interest out there before just throwing it all out, right? Exactly. For bands listening. I mean, what is your strategy? Well, you, you always want to be creating something, at least in, for me, it's like we want to be engaging, right? You want content that matters. So you don't want to just be putting stuff out because you know you should put stuff out you need to have a plan together if you want to do it well. And I don't, I don't always even do it well, but you want to have a plan together that says, you know, I'm going to look down like the next three months. So how am I going to prepare for that? Like, how does it make sense that, I, that there's something that's engaging that people will actually enjoy, you know? And even when you put stuff out sort of reflecting, is this, you know, is this good? Like we just put out something yesterday. We we're like rehearsing for this and put it up. I saw that. And it got, it got great response. So I'm like, Hey, is this, you know, I haven't put in the thing. Hey, is this something that you guys be interested in seeing more of, you know? Cause we want to connect with people. It's not just, we're just barfing out stuff. Listen to us, listen to us, listen to us. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that, that gets old fast, right? It's barfing more, things on yeah, Instagram. Blah, 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 blah. People Don't get enough barf of that. bands, yeah. yeah. No, like, 
try and you know be interesting and find out what people want and yeah make those connections so i feel like this is a cool thing it, it forces bands to be a bit out of their comfort zone you know acoustic uh, for what it's worth i think a lot of bands do that but hopefully it adds like a different dimension to to a band yeah i mean we had to kind of we we rethought some things and how we're approaching like certainly and like adam normally plays bass live but like i'll be playing bass today and so I'm, I'm not playing the bass parts that are on the record by any stretch and they wouldn't fit necessarily in this context so it definitely it forced us to kind of rethink and and reapproach the songs almost new that's amazing and thank you for rehearsing some bands come in here and they just <laughs> wing it and it reflects the band uh, you know that's the way i look at it you guys will be uh, performing I Feel Like I Want To and Misfit Toys Acoustic. That'll be on YouTube. Uh, we'll release audio as well on all platforms, but uh, we encourage you to watch these guys on our YouTube channel. It'll be good. She was watching the set With a surfboard underneath her arm The first moment I saw her Why did she do me so hard? We've touched on Homegrown. That was roughly 94-05-ish. Yeah, Correct me if I'm wrong. About, like about to 2004, I think. Yeah, 95 up to 2004. 2004. Yeah. You're all grows up now. You got a, a family. How has uh, being in a band changed for you, I guess, is the general question. I'd almost say it's, in some ways, it's more, even more fun, I guess. And the homegrown years were phenomenal, right? It's, it's incredible. But when you're older, you actually have a chance to appreciate. Yep. Like, I look back, even you guys probably do, like, New Year's Day, Love Robot, even those, all those times back in the day. There's so much that you take for granted. You right. know, it's just, you. oh, I'm touring the world. Oh, I'm going to the UK again. Whatever those things. It thing, goes like, by really fast. And it goes, yeah, and it's, and it's over. But like, like I remember when we did, right when we did the first New Year's Day tour, we even had a little bit more awareness to go like, hey, let's see some sights. Let's, yeah. like, let's enjoy the country. And I think all of that sort of grows as you do this more and do music more to actually appreciate it. Because when you're in it and you're young, you're just going, you know, you're just, you're just going, you're hitting the shows, you're getting in the van, you're driving, you're just, it's just day after day, day after day. But to actually go, wow, releasing new music. Oh, right. people are responding to it. Dude, there's people with this show. You know, all those things that you take for granted. Now it's like, dude, this is really incredible. And now we're all like, we kind of know who we all are. Yeah. Like I know it to, in every good way. Like I know what to expect from Russell and Anthony from Taylor. They know what to expect from me. There's not going to be like sideways emotional explosions that yeah. all come when you're like young and in bands right right we're just kind of like yeah we all get it we're all just having fun together totally. we've right? been we've yep. been through that grinder before we've been you know, through, yeah. we know how to handle like certain yeah so yeah just enjoy it a lot more for sure that's spot on and enjoying the small things my mom always says that 73 you know life's all about the the little moments really and i think i think she's right I'd have to agree. Yeah. Hanging out here on, on Mike under a palapa in El Cajon. Little right. things like that. This is incredible. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, we should be at work right now. And we're <laughs> I'm just a middle age You have a new music video coming soon. Uh, you're going to be shooting that with Mario J. Rivera, a good friend of mine uh, who you guys played with up at the OC Sellout Fest, the singer of Nights Like Thieves. Do you want to talk about that music video coming out soon? Sure. Yeah. I mean, shout out to Mario. I mean, Nights Like Thieves, check them out. They're an incredible band. Sound great live, too. His vocal range is, is maddening. 
He hits those highs. Yeah, he gets up there. Yeah, he really does. They're but, doing a live stream soon that he's been putting a lot of work into. He shoots some great video uh, as well. He does. I mean, like in things, yeah. t- thing in terms of content, I mean, he, they do a great job with content as well. But yeah, I kind of met with him at the Tiki Bar. We had some old connections even out in New Mexico. Uh, there's a place called the Launchpad where our cross paths a little bit too. So we kind of just hit it off, started talking and stuff, and that came up. And we're going to do like a little bit of like even some... We're talking through some like song collaboration, some fun stuff. And um, he mentioned about the video and doing that. And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, of, of course, you know. I don't know. I don't know that I want to give away the concept, actually. Okay. I'd, I'd rather wait for people to see it. But it, I, I think it'll reflect the song pretty well. And I know, I know we'll be playing in a bit. So, And that drops next month, correct? Uh, the full length will release in August. Cool. I have to decide on the Friday, but it'll release in August. And so then we'll have a video single shortly after the release. Be prepared for that. Yeah. No concept released. It's a surprise, folks. I, I just, yeah. Follow them. They, they just, they just got to see it, <laughs> you know. Show's coming up. I think you have something else coming up in November, right? Uh, for OC, Mr. OC? OC sellout. Yeah, with, with Slick Shoes. Um, and that, yeah, that's in, that's in November. And then we got in LA at the Mint yep. on August 6th. That's coming up pretty quick. We, we've been rehearsing for that. And then this is uh, this will be officially announced here for the first time, but I have to get all the back end put into it. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. This is pretty awesome, actually. We're gonna have a record release party. Actually, working with uh, Chris OC Sellout, we're doing a record release party at Chain Reaction on September fourth. It's gonna Sweet. be amazing. Yeah. It's gonna incredible. be so much fun. And I'm so glad that Chain Reaction survived because oh I know they were hurting, right, during yeah. COVID, as were a lot of venues. The way the whole community came together to save and just help them was like, that, that was probably one of my favorite parts of 2020 was seeing that whole, just everything they did to, to help Chain. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And, and Chain is one of those places, I mean, like growing up in New York, we knew about Chain Reaction. Wow. And it, it was just like, it's one of those iconic venues that kind of transcends even a local scene to just be a part of the scene and so yeah it would have been a a huge loss for like punk music at large to have that shut down so it's a big deal that it it is still here yeah yeah i agree i feel like people maybe came in with some money and helped out yeah, like they they did a bunch of they had like a few weekends. They were selling a bunch of merch. I know right. they like they collaborated with like Violent Gentlemen, the clothing company, and they did cool. like some some beer and stuff yeah, too, right? Some, some of the local breweries, with some breweries as well. And like the two couple weekends that that we saw, like the lines were just wrapped around, awesome, all the way down the street, and it was yeah, just really cool to see like the whole like punk rock community come together and make sure that it's still around. So very cool. It was great. Chain Reaction, record release party, September 4th. I want to talk about the the remix that you have for uh, Misfit Toys. It's cool. It's different. Uh, What inspired that? Was that just sort of a, a fun project for you? So you got, you you know, Justin Fowler, I know Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a guy, he goes way back in kind of the pop punk scene. He was in a band with... I think with Keith too. Yeah, at some I think point. he programmed one of the tr- one of the tracks. I think with us in Year's Day too. Okay. I believe. I don't want to. I think he did. So he was doing. I, I kind of heard some. I sort of kept lightly in contact with him, and then especially when the rad- radical radical stuff sort of came up, some you know communication on Instagram and stuff. And I can't remember exactly how it came out, but 
somehow the idea got brought up, maybe it was him, about actually sort of remixing the song. Because I, I heard his sound, and it is incredible. He does other different projects, um, for I think for like some toys and stuff, Galaxor or things like that. But it has this very retro synthwave, like unmistakable, like whatever that chill synthwave retro sound is. Totally. And I just sent him the stems and just said, yeah, try and, you know, have fun. Yeah. And the first few things he sent back to me, I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is, right, again, like throwback child of the 80s. You know, yeah, I totally. remember that stuff and, and even that artwork and stuff. And, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. He's actually, he's working on I'm Not Okay and That's Okay, which is the last single we released. He's working on a synthwave version right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so I want to do. Coming. I want to do. Yeah. I want to do more of that stuff. And everything's time. I think for all of us, it's like we all have a lot of things we want to do, but time. We're at the mercy of time, but we have. We even have some like original songs we're working on right. together and sending back and forth. But you know. Yeah. There's only so much time in a week. Yeah. And only so much time. I've got yep. three boys and family. You know, it's like, it's it's hard to manage all that. So i got to make sure I stay and focused on radical. three other boys. Too, three other so. boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah and these, You're these talking boys about here. Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded <laughs> by boys. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're grounded, Anthony. <laughs> Go clean your room. <laughs> are the kids here? You're a family man, right? Yeah, yeah. These days, as am I. Uh, are they inspiration? I... I I, I think I heard some lyrics regarding children's eyes, looking into your children's eyes, yeah. or something to that effect. Yep. Uh, are they inspiration for lyrics or, or songs these days? A little bit. Absolutely. In term in terms of like how important it is, there, there's so much. There's just much more at stake in life than than taking care of yourself. Like actually taking care of yourself, mental health, all those all those type of things, right? To just be kind of of sound mind. Because when you have kids, right they're watching you all the time <laughs> and there, there's never, there's never like an off switch or whatever. And, and, and to anything, to people around you, right. You're like, you're, you're setting an example all the time. So right. when you become aware of that and you know, especially the, you know, my kids heighten that, it's like, I want to be the best dad I can, you know, right. I want, I want to set like a good example for them. And so for me being more self-aware, being more, you know, sort of healed and not broken in different ways, that's that's going to have way bigger payout than just hey I'm I'm doing better in life I'm feeling you know right I'm feeling much more stable now that I came through this sort of dark place it's like no it actually it reverberates so much further than me so I'm glad that I'm in a better place because I can be a better dad to my kids that's awesome so they they kids are in present time right they yep. keep it fun and they are right there with you. <laughs> So if your attention if your attention's elsewhere, they'll they'll pull you right back, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. How old are your boys? Uh, Eleven, nine, and six. Cool. Oh my gosh, that's wow. crazy. Staying busy, pal. That's crazy. Yeah. Do they play at all? Guitar music? or anything? Uh, I, they play a little bit. Okay. That's the tricky thing when like music is your life and career and living. You actually come. You you think like oh people ask me, your kids must play and love blah blah. blah. I'm like. Actually, no, I'm I kind of burn out on music. When I come home, I don't want to do anything music. I don't want my brain to think about riffs. And like, <laughs> I just want to do something different, you know? So to that end, they actually get probably less than, than what you'd, you'd expect. It, like I have three boys and they're all, they're all different. We're parenting. They all have to be parented differently, but it, it doesn't matter what you do. There's just, there's, there's hard wiring in everybody that just makes them who they are. And, and you just try and find out what that is and try and make the best of bring that best out of them, right? Totally.
pleasure chilling with you guys. We're going to have you perform here shortly. I'm going to do a quick segment. Was there anything I missed that you want to uh, promote or shout out? Maybe people you want to give props to, anything like that? Yeah, I want, I want to give props to Adam for, for having us be a part of this. Yeah. Because it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. There is that, yeah. Like, I feel like, is this like our first, like, official podcast? No. Like interview, like together with all of us together. With all yeah. of us with together. With all of us together. This is yeah, this, this is, is a, first. This is That's our an first. honor. So, I was so going to ask is, you guys. Cool. Le- lucky you, Troy. Yeah, this is <laughs> exciting. <laughs> You're welcome. You guys are great. I'm a big yeah. fan too. I love uh, I love your songs. I look forward to hearing more. Thank is it going to be similar to the three songs that you have the, this full length? Taylor, are the are the songs going to be similar? <laughs> there's some uh, describe them. There's some musical diversity there. You know, you stay true to the punk rock beats and the the punk rock sound. You know, but. Uh, I would almost call you guys alternative rock in a lot of ways too. That's, alternative pop, yeah, pop that's cool. punk. Yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. a lot of like influence from not just growing up playing punk music, but kind of all the stuff that you've been into over the last twenty years too. Different kind of like synthy stuff and all kinds of indie things, and have all kind of crept their way into the music, which is really cool. It, it definitely keeps it interesting. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that's, I think, yeah, I think generally, yeah, I guess pop punk wouldn't, wouldn't fill the whole thing. It's kind of got, yeah, alternative, sometimes even emo-y is, right. you know, that's a broad definition, whatever, but emo-y vibe or whatever, um, and maybe just a little bit, yeah, some of the chord structures and things like that are a little bit more, probably more advanced than I'd done in years previous. Cool sense And I, I blame that too. on, I blame that on ADD because... I have to I have to hear something different as the song progresses. Sure. If you just if it's copy paste, like even singing and stuff, it's it, it got to sing everything and like that makes sense. Yeah. If, if you if you listen if you listen to even the singles that are out, you'll hear something different. You should hear something different in every verse and every chorus and every transition. There should be something at least to keep you to where you don't say, "Oh, I've I've heard it. I've heard chorus two. I know the song. It, I want it to feel more like you're on a journey with the song." And there's something that would make you want to play it again because you're only going to get that four-second cool guitar part right in this section, you know. So. He's, put, he's putting us to work <laughs> by, you know, giving us new things to learn every section of each song, which is fun. And well, yeah. you guys are killing it. I mean, this is. I mean, credit credits all them, and I mean, fantastic people, human beings, but musicians as well. Because we, I just send out right the stems and stuff, and and no joke, we come together, right? They kind of hey you know, find your part in this, find your part in this. We come together for our first rehearsal and it sounds like we've been playing together for, for a long time. I mean, we hit the first song, played it start to finish, fine. And it was the first time we played together. I mean, that's what I'm saying, credit to them. It's just like, oh, okay. Wow, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> True pros. Pros. It's yeah, fun. these it's guys fun. are pros. They're pros. Has your songwriting process changed uh, in the past 20 years or has it pretty much stayed the same so i would say yeah probably start the most, with a melody and then fill in the blanks with that's 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 the interesting part is that all my entire career in the past was you know melody was kind of always first and then you sort of build songs and chord structures around the melody because melody's king in a sense and but this time around i had all and then, then lyrics i'd labor over lyrics because 
was right. like, this is forever. What do I want to say? Like, is, right. it, is, it, is this really even important or whatever? <laughs> and uh, I had any of those thoughts when I was younger. I was just like, whatever. I didn't even care. But, but now... Singing but, about surfer girls yeah, and I was singing about, like, <laughs> I was singing about like hearing problems and yeah. like, I mean, just whatever, you know, back in the day. Well, you just I've having fun. i got to say, Homegrown had a lot of great songs. But, well, thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank you. You're being, you're being modest, but yes. We're having I second fun. that. We're, we're totally. Fun. Totally. But yeah, now, now the, in this project, you're actually having the lyrics first and then working them into a melody which yeah. actually which actually came unusually nat- natural so that that was awesome. a big shift i actually for and i have probably most of the rec- next next record is most of it's like all the lyrics are already written which is a weird thing to say because normally i'd say oh i've got songs for it. it's like no i actually got lyrics for most of the next record awesome so very cool yeah i feel like that's one of the harder parts of the process right not for you obviously this time but it can be I feel like I can get writer's block with, with lyrics. Sure, right. It's it can be hard. It yeah. can be hard. Yeah. I, I just feel so. I guess in, in terms yeah. of this project, I just feel so passionate about it. It's awesome. just it 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 feels easy, you know. More life experience for you too, maybe. Right. More things to sing about. It's a nice way of saying I'm old. Thanks. We're gonna do a quick dream segment with you. All right. Uh, if you could tour with any current band, who would you pick? I, I guess it kind of define depends on how you define current exactly. But a I've I've been having a a renaissance, a personal renaissance with Thrice lately. Love it, and I, I think it'd be a ton of fun to go around and play with them every they night. They just put out some new music too. Fantastic. Thrice is in top ten for sure. Yeah, love Thrice. Yep. This is the question I've been dreading because. There's too many bands. Stupid question, Troy. And I just also feel very out of touch. Like after leaving New Year's Day, I just don't pay attention to any like new bands or anyone that's... Yeah, not even new. Um, Maybe going to more influences. I I said thrice. They're not a new band. Yeah, or even someone someone that you'd link up with. Well, match up with them. And like, you know, name a band that no one's heard of and then they have to go look them up. Like, I don't want to be that. I want to be that guy. But like, (laughs) I'm just not that guy. Well, thank you for not being that guy. I've always dreamt, I've always wanted to do like a dream tour of Jimmy World and the Foo Fighters. I feel like. Great answer. Yeah. What about you, Russell? Man, well, Jimmy World for sure. I'd obviously just a huge Blink fan growing up and Alkaline Trio fan. So touring with the Blink lineup right now would be awesome. Let's see. I'm going to do, so Depeche Mode's the headliner. There you go. Oh, we, we got a full festival here. You are a synth wave yeah. guy, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and then, cool. yeah, it'd be fun to do Blink just to kind of see them again. And because it's back in the day touring and growing all together in the scene, they kind of had the San Diego scene or like Orange County Riverside, but our paths crossed a lot. It'd be fun to see them. I was going to ask sort of that, like, yeah. Sort of like a reconnection or whatever. So have them, Alistair, because they were a super fun band to tour with. They're a drive through records band. Right. We got a shout out. You you mentioned Blank. We have to talk a little bit about Mark Hoppus. Uh, prayers yes. to Mark. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That is Absolutely. just, that really hits the heart. I think he's going to fight through it and, and pull it off. I really do. But uh, it is just, it's it's sad. But seeing, seeing the way, like, how, since he's gone public, like, how positive he's been, like, it just, yeah, like, your heart breaks for him. But the way that he's kind of sharing with everybody, I feel like anyone else that can relate going through what he's going through can kind of give them hope. So, yeah, like. It's super sad, but definitely, yeah, crazy, inspiring. Yeah, for sure. He's a tough dude. Yeah, it's like what you said about like chain reaction, right? You see those finer moments of the punk rock community actually like coming and rallying and supporting and t- stuff like that. Like the support for him has been 
like phenomenal because he has he's been really like raw about things and like that heals that heals people when you're honest important to a lot of people you know like oh yeah you don't even think about like when you think about chain oh yeah yeah that place is so important that's why people came out and like mark hoppus is so important to a lot of people's lives you know i feel like i'm into music because of mark hoppus for sure like one of my first favorite bands was blink 182 and i yeah he brought me into this scene and i have to give him credit for it so when you see someone like that go through that it's it's even harder Continuing on here with the dream segment, uh, if you could bring one band or musician back from the dead, who would it be? I would say Bonham for sure, just to see what he would be up to. Some more Zep? Yeah. And Prince. Prince. Prince would be great. Um, I was raised on the Beatles, you know, and my parents were lucky enough to see some of them live, and I would have loved to have seen that and just hear where where they would have gone with their music. Yeah. Are you you taking both? No. Lennon and Harrison? Because I was gonna, I was gonna say Harrison. <laughs> you gotta choose one. You, gotta no. one. you take one, and I'll take. Okay, the other. I'm gonna say Harrison because oh, uh, his, his songs were always my favorite Beatles songs. Yeah, yes. he had the first yes. number one post Beatles song with, uh, mm, what is it? Oh, sweet Lord, my sweet Lord. I remember when I saw. Uh, he passed away tragically. I can't remember his name, but the the one of the original drummers for Lagwagon. Yes. I, remember, I remember seeing them a couple times. I think we played in Glee one time, and then I saw him at Cal State Fullerton, but I remember getting into the punk rock scene and seeing him on drums. He was and, and it blew Shredder. my mind. Yeah. Like, like even the idea of the, some of the fills and stuff. Right. Like I, feel, I feel like if you've heard that fill, like any like punk drum fill with a hi-hat to yes. anything else between it, yep. probably credited to him. So For yep. sure, yeah. I wish yep. I could say his name right now. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> <his name. laughs> Guy was masterful. Uh, yeah, just last week, the drummer, I have to shout out of a Slipknot. Slipknot, Joey Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, a that legend, was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was... was sudden. So sudden, yeah. That was, yeah, super recent. I remember the drummer of one of my first bands getting his uh, signature drumsticks. Mm. And they were um, made of metal. Like of course, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything they were, less. They were yeah. aluminum, so that they were lighter and you could go faster. Wowzers! What a beast! Yeah, he was the the inverted drummer, correct? His yeah, whole, his yeah. whole yeah. kit would riser. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very cool stuff. Yep. You got to put on a show. Are you going to be doing that for Radical Radical? Or? You know, we haven't gotten there yet. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll I'm see. working on yeah. the design behind the scenes. Don't worry. Maybe with the cajon today, the we cajon. can flip you upside down yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I'll still play the arguing cajon on, on gas back. money right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're trying we'll to figure out that. that <laughs> Just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> Last question for you guys. Where would you like to be in five years with, with RR? Touring with Thrice and <laughs> Jimmy World. Yeah. Foo Fighters. Yeah, that's that's ambitious. I, I really like, like what we're doing. I mean, I, I love the vibe and where it's at right now with just getting together and because of the music and just celebrating the songs, no matter what, you know, where the shows are, just playing good music. And that's really yeah. all. Well said. Right. That's the fun thing about this project. It's we've arrived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds silly to say, but we've already arrived. Now at this point, it's as many people can hear and it's helpful to them and they just, yeah, they enjoy good music or maybe they connect with the lyrics and things like that. It's all, it's all gravy, right? At this point, look at this, man. We're sitting here underneath the Palapa having a a killer interview, going to be able to do some acoustic songs. We got to, we're friends. We got together and jam. Like at this point in life, we've arrived. 
Yep. It's, it's, I love it's, that. it's happening. Such a great mentality because you lose track of that. It's always, it always seems like people are looking ahead and worrying about the future. And this is for any upcoming, and I'm sure you guys would like, you'd be like, yep, absolutely, like would affirm this. But I remember back in the homegrown days, you it's a rat race if you're always trying to like get bigger or get to that next level. Like if you set if you set your standards of success on whatever is the next bigger show you play or when you headline or when you finally play with that band you want to play with or you finally get out of the backyard shows or the dance club shit, whatever those levels are, there's always another level that you're going to go Oh, but if I could get here, because I remember that with Homegrown, it was it was constant. We would be like, if we could play with this band, we did. Right. Oh, if we could play, you know, with, with this tour, we did. And then and then you always have to keep up with it too, right? So you have a good record. Well, how's your next one going to be? Oh, well, you just went around on the tour the second time. There was you know a third less people. Man, this younger band's actually starting to draw a little more. It's a rat race. Like mm-hmm. uh, if I if you're a younger band listening to this, get off that wheel. Like just enjoy the journey. Right, because it'll it'll be nonstop if you're just looking for that that next thing to fulfill you, like in terms of music and and your success, you'll be left empty, empty at the end. I guarantee it. Great advice. Guarantee well, it. Well said. Good to reach, right? Obviously, for a younger band, good to yeah. reach out and have goals. But yeah, appreciate the garage. Appreciate, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You know, I look back and I used to play with this guy. He used to set up mattresses in his garage, and he'd bounce off the mattresses. And oh, that's so good! It's like, oh my gosh, that was that practice was amazing. I'll I'll never I'll never forget that. Yeah, you know, yep. y'all are radical. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Russell, Anthony Taylor, full length coming August. We got a big party coming up September 4th at Chain Reaction. That's going to be epic. And uh, Chris is helping out with that, right? Yep. OC Sellout? Yep. Stop right there. Stop. That's going to be incredible. And uh, I really look forward to what we're about to do here. We're going to jam with these guys two songs. I feel like I want to and Misfit Toys. Your first ever unplugged performance, I believe, correct? Yeah, I suppose in this format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quote yeah. unquote it professional. Is. Acoustic yep. performance. <laughs> 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 Subscribe to Palapaloos on YouTube. Uh, check these guys out. And uh, let's move the mics around and, and jam out. Let's do this. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're Radical Radical. Stoked to be here at Palapalooza. This song's called I Feel Like I Want To. I'm feeling so sure.
What's up? Glad to be here at Palapalooza. We are Radical Radical, and this song is called Misfit Toys.
shadows of a sleeping Palapalooza, we're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. 